Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations, the world's largest classical Christian homeschooling community. I'm launching a new podcast, Refining Rhetoric. If you like cross politics or just listen to hear what crazy stuff they're saying today, you will enjoy Refining Rhetoric. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. I practice the 15 tools of learning by interviewing great guests, looking at current events, and talking about cryptocurrency. Yes, oh. breaking news here on Cross Politics. Actually, what? actually, this just happened about an hour ago. Okay, about an hour ago. Break, breaking uh, play, news. Play it louder, louder. I mean, here we go. Pastor Toby Chalk knocks off the water boy. It's good to be <laughs> with you guys. News. This, We're is, this is literally breaking news on Wednesday. Uh, what is it? What, how are you doing February today? 1st. February first. February first. Twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty twenty. In the year of our Lord. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Amen. Yeah. It's also. Beer and Psalms Wednesday. Oh, okay. you know what? I'll, I'll, give gotta, you, I'll give you today. You, you got to celebrate. You this is breaking news and celebrating breaking news. Okay. All right. All, yeah. Both at the same time. But, but we're not going to uh, tell them yet? Uh, actually, I'm going to tell them real quick um, okay. that as you guys know and have been actually praying, a lot of you have been praying for us here in Moscow. Um, I just won my federal lawsuit. Mm. And I have, uh, praise yeah, praise, praise God. And I got my lawyer, Bill Mormon, coming on, and he's going to break down. The judge's decision hey, you know, and everything. We always cheers the king. But, cheers to the king. But today in particular, cheers to the king. Amen. Amen. Cheers. Cheers. So thank you, Thomas More Society and Bill Mormon, for all their support and help through all Man. this. And we'll break that down here in a minute. Classical Conversation supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview and fellowship with other families. They provide a classical, Christ-centered curriculum, local like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and they train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit their website today at classicalconversations.com. Again, that's classicalconversations.com. So as we just stated, breaking news, um, the United States mm. District Court, um, the federal judge here in Idaho, ruled in my favor against uh, my city for violating my First Amendment rights, particularly First Amendment rights. First Amendment. And, and uh, ruled against uh, my city officials, uh, our police and our chief of police, yeah. uh, for wrongfully arresting me and wrongfully detaining me. Right. Um, against all... And against all odds, with all the evangelicals pulling out Romans 13 against us when that happened. Okay? I guess they, yeah. But to bring you all up to speed first, um, before Relevant Magazine catches on to this, um, and Christianity Today. Oh, you're today. saucy today. Yeah, I like Christianity this. Today. And we just go down the list. Right, let's go. Let's all go. the Roman 13 right, arguments. Go. Let's, let's go let's do this now. Okay? Gospel Coalition. We Gospel Coalition, all of them. Romans 13, right? Well, um, I, I want to bring up this. We want to remind everybody the arrest. So yeah, what happened? Bring, bring context in. So here's here's the the psalm singing and the arrest and everything. So go ahead and roll that clip. In just a minute, uh, we'll uh, open with prayer. But an announcement first: the M, uh, the Moscow uh, police have told us that they're going to issue citations if you don't have a mask or not six feet apart. <laughs> the city has helpfully painted dots on the parking lot. If you don't want to risk a citation then you can find a dot and stand on it. There's Keith Darrell. So if you, if you're, uh, also keep in mind that your whole family, which averages here like seven to 10 people, you can, uh, so, uh, so uh, you can fill in between the dots if you're, if you're a family. So let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for this opportunity to sing. We pray that you would receive what we offer to you in Jesus' name. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. Mark. Four song sheets. Yeah, 
Oh, wow. Still can't have this. Take my hymn book. Take my hymn book. Rachel and Sean got arrested. Take his hymn book. Amazing Grace. On your yeah, can we, the Benets won with me. There's all three of us. All three, all three of us. Oh. They can't raise their hands. They can't worship. Yeah. Oh. Before you're dismissed, uh, two quick announcements. One, today, the committee was formed. The committee for a referendum on masks. We are working on... Good job, Rachel! will be known... Wow. That's that was when, what was the date? We didn't have Molotov cocktails. I think that was a problem. If, you know, if we're throwing Molotov if cocktails. Were, yeah, yeah. And, and, and with BLM and Antifa burn, burning, down, burning down. If you br- burned down the police station. Yeah, they would have they been they hands off. Yeah. Hands off. No arrests. But this, what was the date of this? This was uh, September 23rd, 2020. September 23rd. So that happened September 23rd, uh, September 23rd, 2020. And then um, uh, I talked to the president of Thomas More Society within that you know month or whatever, within yeah. that and uh, he immediately, I mean, I had talked to ADF, I talked to America Council, I talked to all these different organizations yeah, that yeah. are good organizations. Yeah. And talking to uh, Tom, president of Thomas More Society, he he's just like, we need to do this. We need to fight. Yeah. This is, they broke your First Amendment rights, they broke your Fourth Amendment rights. Uh, and then um, when I went, so Thomas More picked me up. Yep. Represented me, yeah, and then and the Benes and the Benes, Sean and Rachel. Uh, well, they didn't not the uh, not the criminal complaint, but they represented the federal complaint. Yep. So Thomas had me with the criminal complaint got and it. the federal. Got it. Yeah, and and then I got a local lawyer in Idaho for the criminal stuff. We of course won the criminal stuff, and then when you go into federal lawsuit, you get a a federal lawyer who's you know up to speed on 1983 lawsuits, First Amendment, Fourth yeah. Amendment claims, right. all that stuff. Right. And they work with my Colorado, my Idaho lawyer. Yeah. And they they assigned Bill Thompson. Uh, to my case, Bill Mormon. Excuse me, not Bill Thompson. <laughs> That's hilarious. Different he's a, guy. He's our local uh, city attorney. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our county. He's our county attorney. Yeah. So uh, they Bill they, Mormon. They put Bill Mormon to my case. Yeah. And I remember talking to Bill and, and the guys over at his law firm uh, about all this, and they were walking through the video, and 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 I think it was Bill that actually pointed out. Look, they, they can't worship. They they can't raise their hands. Yeah. Like yeah. they're they're literally violating their ability to worship right yeah. there. And of course, right. they violate my ability to worship by walking me off. But he pointed specifically. Yeah. They can't, yeah, they ra- can't, they can't raise their hands. Raise their hands. Can, they're arresting can I them just, right now. Can I just step back and remember remember why we were doing the psalm thing? Yeah. <laughs> the whole purpose yeah. for the psalm thing was to say the federal government, the, our state, our local governments are overreaching their authority for yeah. us to be able to work, yeah. for us to be able to take care of our families, for us to have worship. worship. We couldn't even and go to gather. church. Yeah. Right. And, and to gather and assemble. Yeah. And so it was, a, it was actually an olive branch. <laughs> I said, hey, guys. Don't do this. This yeah. is bad. So we came there to to petition yeah. our leaders. Don't right. do this. Right. And to do it, we did a singing psalms. Yeah. It was singing. That was that danger, singing psalms. Right. And that's the reason yeah. it's, we even wow. did the psalm singing in the beginning. Right. Well, and I just, just got to say, that's a preface to all of this. Sadly, also, our chief of police and our local and our officials don't understand the Constitution. Right. Yeah. They do not understand First Amendment rights. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They don't get it. They don't get yeah. Fourth Amendment rights. Right. And that's why they were put in that position because of their ignorance. Right. And yeah. I even talked to the chief of police, and he said, I never took a civics class. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, yeah. imagine that. You got a guy with a badge running the chief right. with guns. R- so, r- with guns. Is there any is so then we do have a policing problem. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's not what everybody thinks it is. Right. Yeah. It's agree. not what everybody thinks hey, it is. Hey, I'm fine to talk about that. But anyway, and and then you remember the city took city staff to clear the parking lot, the city council. This is a city hall. Yeah. To clear the parking lot at City Hall and to paint circles on the ground every six feet apart. Right, because they heard that we were coming. They heard that we were they, coming. They, they, we were gonna three. We were gonna sing three songs. Yeah. And the doxology yeah. on our way home from work, work because it's at five o'clock. Yeah. In the afternoon was, on Wednesday, it was, it was a fifteen-minute yep. thing, and they took the time to paint stupid six-foot circles on the on the on the pavement. Yeah. There's maybe yep. like. Maybe two or three hundred people. Maybe two hundred. I say two hundred people. Yeah. You know why? Scientifically, um, COVID doesn't spread within within your six feet circles and all that feet. stuff. Yeah, and beyond that. the lunacy that our city believed yeah. that, beyond the lunacy that our cops think that this was an right. enforceable right. thing that they should enforce. Right. That's insanity. Yeah. Nobody was thinking. No, no one was thinking. No one was thinking. Anyway, all right. All right. And that, got, that's that's our leadership. I want to talk and, to the Lord. And hang on, I'm not done yet. I'll bring I'll bring Bill in. Bill and Bill's coming. And 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 our leadership. Still refuses to this day to acknowledge anything wrong. Facts. Right, right. Facts. Our city council, our mayor, the, the, our chief of police. The criminal court said they're wrong. Yep. Right, right. The criminal court said they're wrong, and now the federal court yes. says that your civil rights have been violated, violated. as well. Yeah, they were that they were wrong. Yeah. yeah, and so one of the glories in all this is that we had a voice through our club members. Yeah, <laughs> we, oh, we had dang. no voice. Remember, for for year for six seven months. We had no voice. We petitioned the city council. Yeah. You're right. Gabe. We wrote, we emailed them. Right. We I mean, like we worked hard. I met with our our um, chief of police yeah. during that whole time. Privately. I met with our uh, sheriff right. during yeah. that whole time. I met with um, uh, a and, number of city officials. I emailed with a number of city officials and nothing. Right. And just to no be voice. fair, the sheriff thought this was crap. The sheriff was f- cool. Yeah. He was the like, sheriff was fine. What yeah. is he doing in my jail cell? Right. Get yeah, him out of here. He got me out. You were in jail for how long? Uh, three hours. Yeah. No. Three hours. Cell block four, three hours. Thanks <laughs> out here, man. And, yeah, yeah. And, but the only voice we had yeah, was it, came this, from our show, platform. came from other people like Laura Ingram, yeah. Steve Dace. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was uh, the show that we did that night that ignited went all, all of yeah. it. Like, right. if we didn't have that show the, at, right after your arrest, right. yeah. you, I said, Gabe, I know this is going to be challenging, yeah. but you got yeah. Put this off for your court case, or we can have the show tonight. Yeah. I was like, which one you want to do? Yeah. He's like, forget it. Let's do the show. Yeah, <laughs> I we remember want, we that. Want the narrative. I'll never forget yeah. that because you could have compromise no your cold case, yeah. and you're like, I'd rather speak it out and yeah. tell the truth and let 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 yeah. it lay where it is. Our, our yeah. club members have made that possible. So yeah. thank you, so, thank, thank you guys. You. So uh, I want to bring Bill in. Uh, Bill Mormon was my lawyer. He was fantastic to work with. Um, he's a saucy fighter. <laughs> I mean this this guy. You should have seen him. And all his sauciness in the room, doing depositions and all that. Really? Uh, oh yeah. Can, I mean, I, can those be public? It, it was. Uh, well, I'm try- still trying to track down the recordings from that. Yeah. From oh. the from the depositions. <laughs> well, Good luck but, from the. Yeah, but anyway, so Bill, I, I want to bring you in. So so um, we won our criminal case in like uh, um, January 2021. Okay, that happened very early. Yeah. And then we had already, I think, been working on or just filed our federal lawsuit after that. M- weeks after that. And then we've been working on our federal lawsuit until now, yeah. until victory today. Today, uh, and so Bill's been working hard behind the scenes, and of course in depositions and so forth. And uh, and and then now today, I mean, I, we emailed um, uh, uh, John this morning. John's the other lawyer that was on the case, saying, "Hey, do you have any update?" John responded and said, "Nothing." And then literally just an hour ago, yeah. John Bill texted me. He said, "Hey, we won." Hey. And so I was like, "All right, we're wow. changing the whole show today." Yeah, yeah. we had a whole we had a whole show, show mapped yeah. out and everything. Yeah. And so, so Bill, when you got this, um, first of all, 
But I would love to hear just your thoughts on on kind of why you took this case. Yeah. What you initially thought of this whole case when you first took it on. Um, would love to hear kind of like your your initial thoughts on when you entered into this fray. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, I also want to thank, as you said, the Thomas More Society for supporting your cause. Yeah, and, yeah. absolutely. Uh, my partner, Eric Cardle, who was uh, uh, very, very instrumental in uh, uh, in getting the, the result we got today. So we took the case on because that's what our law firm does is we represent uh, a lot of uh, individuals and businesses that are getting trampled on by the government. And uh, when you reached out to Thomas Moore, Thomas Moore reached out to us. We did an analysis of your case, and it was so clear that the city of Moscow violated your rights. It just it was crystal clear to us that this would not be a difficult case to get past the motion we got today. One thing I do want to correct with your viewers: we didn't win the case today. So this is a civil case, and what happens in civil litigation is uh, the defendants usually will make a motion to dismiss the case at after all the discovery's been done, the depositions and the like. And the court denied that motion today. Yeah. So that's that's what we won. But that is a huge win for us. Yeah. You know, your listeners should understand it, it's difficult to sue uh, the government, period. Yeah. They have the government has defenses none of us have. Yeah. Right. So to get this to get this decision was was fabulous and you know and just to I let try. your viewers know the problem here so today i will tell you that uh based on the knowledge we all have today um you may have you may have had a right to challenge the ordinance directly that to wear a mask in public was ridiculous <laughs> because we we all know now the masks don't work right <laughs> all the studies have shown that right, yeah. we kind you know you folks and I knew from the get-go these masks didn't work, but now we unequivocally know they just they don't work. And my law firm is actually representing a lot of healthcare workers who lost their jobs uh, because they didn't get vaccinated. Wow. And as part of that case, one of the things we've had to look into is the mask mandates. And the masks don't work. They just don't. But nonetheless, at this time, the problem the city had with this case is, and I, I'll just kind of give you my impressions yeah. of the city of Moscow, which is a fine city and stuff, but your listeners should understand it's a college town. It's where the University of Idaho is located. And so you, I'm, it's because it's also Idaho, you have a big conservative element in the town, but you probably have a big liberal element as a result of the university. And those elements are reflected in the city council. Yep. Well, the city council members are old, you know, older individuals and are kind of old style liberals. So when they passed the ordinance dealing with the pandemic, they said everybody's got to wear a mask outside or not be within six feet of one another. But there were exceptions that they granted. Now, I would hazard to guess today with progressives that they wouldn't grant these exceptions. But the main one they accepted was if you're engaged in First Amendment expressive activity, you are not required to have a mask on. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's what the law was. That's, you know, this is one of the key things about living in America. Our laws are in writing. <laughs> they really don't care what officials think the law says. We don't have to, you know, we don't have to ask officials what the law says. You look it up. 
It's in writing. That's right. So this ordinance had an, ex uh, had an exception for First Amendment activity. And I've just always had the suspicion that the council members who were on the council at the time thought, you know, that they were probably liberals and they were like, well, we're liberals. You know, we, we need to accept First Amendment free speech activities. You know, people <laughs> should be able to do that. So after the pandemic starts and stuff in town and, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that were opposed to the mask mandate. Gabriel was one of them. Church members were opposed to it. So they decided to hold this, this song thing in part challenging the, the, the mask mandate and stuff. And that was announced beforehand. And the members of the of the city, uh, the citizens in the city of Moscow who supported the mask mandate went ballistic. And in discovery, uh, the city produced to us emails that the mayor got and, and other city officials got saying, mm -hmm. you know, go arrest these people. They're violating the law. Mm. Well, in actuality, they weren't. Right. Because they were going to participate in an activity that accepted them from the mask mandate. Mm -hmm. But because of the fever pitch, presumably in the city offices mm -hmm. and the and the and the static the mayor was getting from all this, we believe the mayor ordered the police chief go arrest those people. So they did and charged you guys. And as you as you alluded to, Gabriel. He hired a criminal defense lawyer who brought to the attention of the city the fact that you were engaged in an activity that accepted you from the ordinance. And as we learned in the depositions, uh, massive heartburn began occurring in the city attorney's office. Yeah. Because they realized they had charged people with a crime that they didn't commit wow. under, the, under the ordinance. Yeah. So they dismissed the charges. They had to. Yeah. Wow. And so we sued him because under the Civil Rights Act, you don't get to arrest people for not violating the law. <laughs> that's Bill, Bill uh, so you said um, there at the beginning, that's really helpful. You said that um, so the decision today was a, um, a, a refusal to grant the, the, the motion to dismiss. So where it's, it's more technically called a motion for summary judgment. So let me just say. Okay. Uh, defendants have the right to bring a motion to dismiss at the beginning of the case. Okay, those are those are tougher to win, and the city here didn't bring such a motion because they lost. Yeah, but then after you've done all your discovery, you've been able to take depositions of people and get documents and stuff. The defendants can then move for summary judgment, saying there's no facts that we could show that would support our case. And the judge here, the judge, the, the judge's opinion here is really interesting. The judge basically said. I don't see a lot of dispute as to the facts. He said the, the city's main defense in this action is that the ordinance was ambiguous. And the judge said, no, it's not. It's crystal clear. If you're engaged in First Amendment activity, you're not violating the ordinance. Right. It's not ambiguous. Wow. And so these people were not doing anything illegal at the time they were arrested. So, what so the judge said, denying the motion. He's basically, he's ordered us now into a settlement conference. Okay. I will just tell you from being a lawyer for a long time, this judge wants the parties to settle this case. Oh. And we'll see what happens in the settlement conference. But but the important thing is, you know, we're, we, we successfully defended this motion because I'm sure the city's not, the city attorney is not going to be happy with this decision today. Let me put it that way. What is, what is likely to happen? I mean, what is your guess is going to happen in this settlement conference? 
What, or what are we, you we probably for? We probably shouldn't have that conversation right now. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to. Uh, let's not have that conversation you know, right now, Bill. Yeah. It, yeah. No, I agree. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're just hoping to win. Yeah. Win more. Yes. I just want to know, is there a yacht involved? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Bill. I can, actually, I can actually answer that question. The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, you know, so reading the judge's um, uh, judgment, he says plaintiffs <clears throat> should never have been arrested in the first place. And the constitutionality of what the city thought its code said is irrelevant. Yeah. Absent violation of the order of any law, it is also unclear what justification existed for requiring the plaintiffs to identify themselves or charging them with obstruction. Right. Because that was that was the excuse for arresting you is that you didn't. I didn't hand over my driver's license. My driver's license because you were you were saying I'm not committing any crime. Yeah. You don't need to you don't need to ID me. And Lord have mercy. So, I've told police that before too. It didn't really matter so, so much. So judges <laughs> like judges like you you had no reason to violate their Fourth Amendment rights. Is right. what the judge is saying. Yeah. I, can I? I just want to add. That's exactly right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. If there's one, something else you want to add there, I don't want to interrupt. No, you. I just want to say that's what Gabe just said is exactly right. Right. They did not have the right to 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 seek to have you identify yourselves because at the time you were doing nothing that violated any federal, state, or local law. Yeah. Nothing. So, so, Bill, I have to ask: when you were talking about depositions, that hit hard because it. Um, you started realizing that there was a push and a pressure that was put on people who are supposed to represent you too, right? And your rights in those offices. And I'm wondering, what else did you find out or what was shocking as, as you begin to go through depositions? Can you talk about some of the things that are like not helpful to the other side as you begin to un, un, um, unpack, uh, unpack or mine through the depositions? You know, um, I want to be careful in answering that because there was some information that was provided to us that's confidential okay and can't be revealed until you get to trial um i'll give you one answer to that that was i thought was really interesting is um the the city of and these are my impressions based on the facts uh that we found out in documents produced this the city, um, I think, was sympathetic to the mask ordinance. Obviously, they adopted it, and I think they were sympathetic to the members of the of the city who wanted it enforced. And in addition, they, um, I don't, but I don't think they wanted any conflict, right? And what was, what was. Funny to me was because I deposed the former mayor. I think his name was Bill Lambert. Yep. Is that right, Gabe? Yes, sir. Yeah. Gabe? Okay. So I got the impression from Mayor Lambert that he liked being mayor. Uh, he's a nice man. Yeah. Um, and he, he, he's willing to deal with some controversial stuff, but I don't think he likes like to deal with a lot of controversial stuff. And I think, you know, he just got so much blowback to finally arrest you people that he, I, I think he gave the order to the police department to take care of this. Um, well, that's certainly the argument we've been making in the case is that was given. And then he, I think he thought it would go away. And the, pro the problem was like within a day, his conduct's being on, it's on Donald Trump's Twitter account and, and it's on Fox news. And he's getting like a thousand emails from all over the country about what happened. <laughs> I mean, this thing so blew up yeah. in their face. Yeah. yeah. 
it was just it was unbelievable. Yeah. So, and mm. you know, wow. you know, they just, you know, when what and at, at, you know at, at a fifty thousand foot level, what's really bothersome, and this kind of goes back to all the pandemic stuff. Really, a mass mandate outside. Because I don't recall anybody saying that this disease could be spread outdoors. Yeah. So, what, you know, why did the council pass that? I mean, EGATS. <laughs> Was there any, ha, has there been any medical um, or scientific uh, arguments that were made as to why that would be the case? Or, I mean, not in this case. They yeah. didn't, they didn't, that didn't ever come up. Never, yeah. Now that never that, that never that never came up. But as I said earlier, so if they did this today, um, you know, we'd look at representing you again if you just wanted to file a federal lawsuit saying that they can't force people to wear masks outside. Yeah, because mm. there's no rational basis for it. Yeah, there's none. Right. They're going to come in and say you need the mask because there's a pandemic. Yeah. Well, that's fine. It doesn't work. Right. You know. Yeah. Having to. That's one of the things that personally is, drives me nuts about the, a lot of stuff that happened during the pandemic is it it um, this kind of reveals my age, but it it it, it uh, reminds me of of uh, reading what people said it was like to live in the Soviet Union mm -hmm. that you had to constantly acknowledge lies. Wow, you know, you had to sit there and say, "Yeah, the masks work," you know, or like a lot of stuff we're finding out about the vaccines. Right, right, they don't work. Um, but, but yeah, everybody's being forced to say, yeah, the vaccines are great. You know, no, they're not. Well, and here's, here, here's what's wow. scary. I think also about this is so the council made this emergency ordinance up out of thin air, right? They had no proof mass worked outside, right? They had no scientific evidence that, you know, social distancing worked outside. Right. And yet they made this law to require, or this ordinance yeah. to require everyone to follow in town. Right. That's the same thing the liberals are doing with global warming initiatives. Right. Like they they wave science, they wave at science, and then they make these laws. Right. You know, no gas stoves. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So, Bill, I just that's 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 a crazy place to be in for society. Oh, yeah. That's actually it's insane. really evil well, and was, wicked. Well, I mean, or or you know, what's the city where they took down the the statue? That was Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia. They took down a statue because it was a health risk. It was like a Robert E. Lee or yeah. Jackson or Stonewall Jackson, Jackson or something. I can't remember who it was. And, but, but the mayor did it in the name of health. Yeah, that's the, right. It, it, I mean, like it's a public health risk. Yeah. With the there is this push to type kind of use health to kind of bring in those worldviews. I think about communism, how they do the same thing, have done the same thing. Yeah. Bill, do you think mm -hmm. cases like this where we see some some victories moving forward are going to push back against that kind of ideology? I I certainly hope so. Uh, a friend, a lawyer friend of mine once said something to me I've always remembered. He said one of the reasons that he he liked being a trial lawyer is because trials are no BS land. You know, when you go to trial, you got to have evidence, and it's about logic. So it's not a political narrative. You got to have proof. So um, a lot of the stuff with the pandemic that where they formed this narrative about the masks and the vaccines and how lethal it was, the truth of the matter is that information was all false. Mm. Let me give you one example. That really, yeah, kind of hurts me. Um, do, are you guys aware of what's called the PCR test for finding oh, yeah. out if oh, yeah. you've 
Yes. Had the virus. Okay. Yep. So these PCR tests, apparently you, you, you take some blood and you put it in a, in a dish and then they spin it. Yep. And apparently depending on the number of revolutions of spinning it, they're able to take fragments of the virus and increase the amount of it. All right. Right. So those tests have been controversial because if you spin them too much, you can take some micro, some little tidbit of maybe what was the virus and spin it into being the virus. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anthony Fauci, you can look this up. There's actually a podcast out there called This Week in Virology. Okay. And you can find it on the web. And on, I believe, the July 17th, 2020, This Week in Virology podcast, Anthony Fauci was on. And I think somewhere between the three-minute mark and the five-minute mark, the two men who run the, you know, run the program, they're both doctors, they asked Fauci about the PCR tests. And Fauci said, well, yeah, but you got to be careful with them because if you cycle them more than 30 times, you're picking up fragments of nothing and not yeah. really testing for that. COVID. Yeah. And what drives, look it up. Yeah. This is Fauci saying this. Right. And what drove me nuts in Minnesota is our state cycled at 40. Yeah. So yeah. I knew after watching that, when they're saying they're getting all these cases in Minnesota based on cycling, doing a 40 cycle on a PCR test, it's meaningless. And it's not because I'm, finding that out from some conspiracy theorist <laughs> this is from anthony fauci right man yeah i remember playing that clip yeah. yep yeah we did wow we did absolutely so hey bill appreciate your work thank you for working hard on this yeah. and all the time you've given to this man thomas mm -hmm. Moore society thank you sir yeah praying yeah. for you for appreciate the rest you. of this thank you for, thank you for fighting for Keep our fighting, boy man F yeah finish strong brother not a problem <laughs> blessings take care thank all you right. If you're a fan of Cross Politic or the Fight Laugh Feast Network, then surely you know we have a merch store, right? Mm. And and after a win like this, oh, man. you know, don't you want to just go grab mm. yourself another Fight Laugh Feast sweatshirt or mm. Cross Politic T-shirt? Mm. Rowdy Christian merch is your one-stop shop for everything Cross Politic merchandise. We've got T-shirts, hoodies, hats. We've also got specialty items like backpacks, mugs, coffee. Even AirPod cases. Visit Rowdy Christian merch today at rowdychristian.com. That's rowdychristian.com. And buy that next gift. A little something for yourself. Maybe a Valentine's gift for that special love in your life. Again, that's rowdychristian.com. Mm. You ready? Baron Psalms. Baron Psalms. Baron Psalms. Baron Cheers Psalms. to yeah. the king. Cheers. Cheers, good. No matter what happens, I love it in here. Psalm 148. Praise the Lord from the earth, ye dragons and all deeps. Do you know the dragons are real and they're in the Bible? Yeah. And they are commanded to praise God. Right here. Love Fire, that. hail, snow, vapor, stormy wind, fulfilling his word, mountains, all hills, fruitful trees, all cedars. Beasts and all cattle, creeping things, flying fowl, kings of the earth and all people, princes and all judges of the earth, both young men and maidens, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is excellent. His glory is above the earth and heaven. He also exalted the horn of his people, the praise of all his saints. 
even of the children of Israel, a people near unto him. Praise ye the Lord. Psalm 148 is a song of exuberant praise, calling upon the whole world and all of creation to praise God. From below the earth to high above it, from the weather to the mountains to the trees to the wild beasts and dragons to the grasshoppers, from the high and mighty Mm. people to the young children, old men and young women. And the center of the praise is the name of the Lord. I know where you're going. The excellent one. The one whose glory is greater than anything on earth, anything in the galaxies above the earth. And the glorious thing is that he is mindful of his people. He raises up his people. He exalts his people. And he exalts them so that they will praise him even more. So when we hear this kind of news, this kind of glorious news, Mm -hmm. we have to sing. We have to praise. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. The Lord loves it when we praise him, but this is no sober, tame praise. This is the kind of exuberant praise that shouts at the dragons and Mm. tells them they need to sing. It dances. It calls on everything and all of creation to sing with us, to shout with us, to dance with us. So we are rejoicing today, and we're calling upon you to join us in this praise. Mm -hmm. So lift your glasses to Christ our King. Praise his name, for his name alone is excellent. He has remembered us. He has remembered Gabe and the Bonets. He's remembered his people, and he's exalted our horn this day. So praise the Lord. Praise Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Cheers to the king. To the king. Cheers. You know, okay, before we go, I just got to say this. Listen to him talk about the the mayor and all the hoopla that was created by it was part of the pressure to say he didn't want that. And I just got to say to our club members, thank you. Yeah. Again, thank you for allowing us yeah. to have this stage right. and Making this platform this blow up. That's right. so that we can have influence and impact right. um, for things that are godly yeah. and righteous and that are good. Yeah. And I don't want to I don't want to take that for granted. Yeah. And so I appreciate you. Yeah. And if you want to be a part of this movement where we get to do things like this, yeah, for real. help us continue to have this platform. Sign up, be fight Leslie, fight Leslie's club member. Um, I'm just moved. I'm so grateful yeah. for everything that you guys, Seriously. the sacrifices yeah. that you are making to give us ten dollars yeah. a month. Yeah, I don't take it lightly, and, no, it, and I want to be able to do more with yeah. that. So pray yeah. for us that God blesses us to be able to do more things like this yeah. for His name, for His name's sake, and for His kingdom. And we'll, and, we'll, and we'll report back, right, Gabe? When we when we get that settlement, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get because the final we might be report. on a yeah, yacht. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we might be on the yacht having this beer and songs. He, he said no yacht. No yacht. I'm a small boat. Small. <laughs> how, how about a conversation with Chief Fry? There's, there's, there's where, things where, like that. Where in, he, said, in my, where he yeah. says in a microphone, "I'm, I'm sorry. sorry, yeah, I got it wrong." I want them all to come on our show. Yeah, yeah, I would love that. And I, I would sure. absolutely. I, love I would love to. And yeah. not to rub it in. No, no not no, to rub no. it in, but to have an honest conversation about how we need to improve our. I want restoration. Our I want, I want how, to be how we need to improve and, our city and fellowship and fellowship. Absolutely. There's no bitterness there. There's no. No. I mean. Don't do it again. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't do be, that anymore. Be a good chief. Be a good mayor. Yeah, be a yeah. good city council. Absolutely. You know? yeah. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. Cheers. This is Cross Politics. Cheers, cheers. This program at- attracts teachers, the people that we draw tend to be teachers, although not exclusively. But it's not an education degree. Uh, Most of the schools that are around tend to be much more mature in the elementary years 
than they are in the secondary. A lot of this has to do with the growth of the school where when they're founded, you know, they have got more a longer history of delivering second grade than they have to delivering 11th grade, you know. Another reason for that is I think that most elementary teachers have this instinctive understanding that what they're delivering with their little people now is going to grow up into something that's in the future. So if you're talking about addition and subtraction with elementary kids, you know that there is trigonometry and calculus coming. And it shapes the way you talk about addition and subtraction. But when we get to the high school level, there are people who are teaching Dante or Herodotus who have learned Dante and Herodotus by delivering it to 10th graders. They don't know what that next level looks like, right? And so what our Classical Christian Studies program does is it gives them the rigorous graduate level exposure that I think is really important at the high school level to understand how this literature looks like at the next level. A lot of teachers in Classical Christian schools are not much beyond their own students. And so we help them, I think, deliver more richly to their students by taking them beyond that. Putting off writing that proposal again? Yeah, we've been there. Proposal writing can be tough. It takes work. And if you're not careful, you can set up your company for failure. Well, that's where we come in. Smart Pricing Table is an innovative application that focuses on, well, the pricing table. Instead of a static document and constant back and forth, our platform creates interactive proposals that empower your prospects. Not sure if something is needed? Make it optional. Have complicated services that vary? Let your customer do the work with line item upsells. Have reoccurring services? Easy peasy. With Smart Pricing Table, you can create attractive proposals quickly. And our system is built for reuse, so you can get out of that hamster wheel. Give your customers choice and close deals quickly with Smart Pricing Table.